I lost my job in 2011. And today I wanted to share a story about how I bounced back up and came out of it stronger than before. So what's weird about that is that I lost my job when the economy was actually getting back up after the 2008 recession. And while now I can talk about it candidly, at the time it was like the biggest slap in the face and that I've ever experienced. And to make things worse, I actually ended up having a massive heartbreak literally two weeks after that. But somehow this getting fired thing had a much bigger emotional impact on me. So I think it might have had to do with the things that had happened to me in childhood. So that's why today I wanted to share with you a little bit about me, the lessons I've learned growing up about a loss of income and the steps I took after I lost my job so that if you're right now experiencing something similar, you can also use the same tactics and see the light at the end of the tunnel. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Kenna Danielle. I'm the founder of the Investiva Movement, a tribe of proactive women who are in charge of their financial future and sleep soundly at night because their money work for them. You probably have seen of me or heard me on media like Time, Forbes, Fox Business, CNN, Yahoo Finance, and more, and I've written multiple books published by the largest publishers in the US, but things were not always like this for me. So we might probably already know that I was born and raised in Iran to a Jew Jewish family during the Iran-Iraq war. My dad, who was previously a very successful engineer and the CEO of a construction company, had lost everything to the new Iranian regime. So I grew up with very little. And it was especially tough because my mom always had stories to tell about the times that things were good, where my dad had a, well, they had, as a family, had a 24-7 personal driver and a chauffeur and housekeepers at home. But now she had to wait in line to get eggs and milk on food stamps. So I grew up knowing what it feels like to get something you work really hard for and then lose it all. When I turned 18, my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer, which led her to a double mastectomy. And to distract me from the pain, she pushed me to apply for a scholarship to study electrical engineering in Japan. I applied and I got a scholarship from the Japanese government. And after learning Japanese for a year, they sent me to college in the middle of nowhere named Guma, where I was the only girl and the only foreigner in my class. And all the classes were taught in Japanese. And I freaking hated it. I didn't understand anything. I sucked at everything, especially at math. And I was a daughter of a once successful engineer and everyone expected me to be good at math, but I simply wasn't. So on top of that, it was really intimidating to be the only girl in the class. So you might think that I was getting hit on by all my classmates, but that definitely was not the case. It was viewed as the outsider from a third world country with no money who's feeding off their taxes that they pay to their government. So this was hard because I really wanted to succeed and not only to make my parents proud, but I actually wanted to eventually help them financially and get them back to where they once were before the Iranian revolution. And my older sister was really good at math and whenever she made money, she would help my parents out. So this made me feel like a failure as their daughter. And um, once I finally graduated with my first degree, through the tears, I was actively looking for a way out of engineering. But in Japan, it's super tough to change majors. And I even got myself a segment on Japanese TV show. Uh, you've probably seen it. You can get a link to it over here. I can actually show a small clip for it over here. 
二段出身のキアナダニエルズさんやってもらってはいって働く男の後ろ姿を見とけっていう感じです見ないんですけど私はまあ本当にお金のためお金のためですごく重要です今ちょうどイランの大統領選挙がやってるんですけれどもアメリカには今精子バンクを通じて生まれた子供が100万人以上もいます大学の皆さん学生に甘すぎます学生の皆さんもっと勉強しましょうただ安心して生活できるっていうぐらいなんです相当な決心がいると思うからむしろ以上が私の提言でしたはいありがとうございました So I was making a tiny amount doing the show, which I was saving and putting in the bank. And then came the year 2008. What happened in 2008? A massive global recession started and the markets crashed. And at the time, I had no idea what a recession means, what economy is, what finance. I literally had no idea. But all I could hear was that the US dollar was getting cheaper and cheaper. And then I had an idea, okay, maybe I can buy some US dollar at a cheaper price and then... Send it over to my parents in the US. I could even keep it until it gets expensive and exchange it back into Japanese yen, right? I had a bunch of Japanese yen saved in my bank account. And with that, I started going to the ATM machines every day, exchange some of my Japanese yen into the US dollar. But every time I went back the next day, the US dollar was even cheaper than the day before. So I became addicted to going to the ATM every single day and getting disappointed that I had exchanged my money too early the day before. And I had a feeling that the US dollar is going to get even much cheaper than this because I was hearing the news and everybody was doomy and gloomy. But I was getting tired of having to go to the ATM every day to find out. So I was thinking, okay, maybe I can, right? Like I literally, <laughs> I didn't know. So I was thinking maybe I can write a coding program, you know, engineering mindset to automatically execute my dollar yen exchange at the lowest price it could reach. And I was talking about this out of nowhere with my Japanese host family's mom. And she told me that the program is already written. It's called Brace Yourselves Trading. <laughs> and she hooked me up and opened up an account for me at a brokerage called Hirose FX. Now, I had no idea what a broker is at the time, but I transferred $10,000 worth of Japanese yen to that broker in August 2008. And what happened next is that, boom, 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 within a month, I doubled my money, right? So that obviously felt great. And that night, I went out with my friends to this place called Roppongi in Tokyo to celebrate. And the success was enough for me to want to completely ditch my engineering degree. And start investing. Remember how tough it was for me to fit in, do basic math, how much I hated you know, like doing any of that. And this was the first time ever I'm, I invested and I made 10,000 bucks within a month in a crashing market. Can you imagine like, how awesome I felt that I saw the returns when, for someone who'd never invested before, sucked at math and really didn't even put that much time into the whole thing. Made money while the rest of the world and the markets were crashing. I couldn't believe that, right? Because I was like making around 1500 bucks per month, wasn't even able to cover my basic expenses.、So、you can imagine how it felt to make 10,000 bucks in one month without doing anything other than setting up an account, taking a leap of faith in the system, Ichimoku, now I know about that my Japanese mama told me about. And the craziest thing about it is that is that. 
the fact that the whole market was crashing. And this success was enough for me to motivate me to pack my bags and move from Tokyo to the heart of global finance. Can you guess where? Some of you might know this, Wall Street. Within two weeks of arriving to New York, I got myself a job at an FX broker called FXCM, which was located at the end of Wall Street on Water Street, if you're familiar with the area. And that's when I found out about all the shady things that go down on Wall Street. And often the retail traders fell victim. So for example, in the case of Forex brokers, oftentimes they make money when the traders lose. And another thing that I noticed was that around 90% of traders were men, which was a huge thing. Like there was a huge absence of female traders. And I was looking at all the traders losing money. Like I was in the back end, right? And, and almost zero women in the crowd. And I have my aha moment. Maybe if we do things differently and put quality education, make things simple, for people, for everybody to come and actually make money here. Fewer, fewer people will get struggle financially and more women will join and become interested and we can change the whole world. I had all these massive ideas. Can you imagine like a 20, I don't know how old I was, 25 or whatever. And I had all these ideas. I was super excited and I came up with these ideas to help transform the Wall, Wall Street. And I went ahead and pitched this idea to my head boss. I went directly to him, which was a very bad move. And uh, you should never go above your boss to the bigger boss. And imagine like this girl, like with all these ideas, freaking out in front of a big Wall Street boss. And guess what happened? <laughs> After I pitched this, that's when it happened. I got fired. They fired me. And now I was single in New York with no money. And this was the biggest slap in my face and it's the exact one that I wanted to talk to you about today because even though at the time this felt horrible, absolutely horrible. I didn't know how to tell my parents about this. I felt like a failure, dumber than ever. I had no idea where to bring money in, how to pay for my next paycheck. And things turned out were very bad. But um, the interesting thing is that this very thing turned out to be the very best thing that ever happened to me because it actually set me on fire. So I took the time of my unemployment to invest in myself. That is the thing that I did. Even though I felt I already wasted so much time, seven years to be exact, studying for a degree that was serving me absolutely nothing, I thought to myself, better late than never, right? So even though I was literally running out of money, I quarantined myself in my tiny room in New York, surrounded myself with investment education, and really dove in headfirst into everything investing and trading. I studied for the Chartered Market Technician degree, CMT, Certified Financial Planning, CFA, CD, FGHI, JKLMNOP, all these C-level titles that Wall Streeters get to brag and show their status, because I was desperate. Like I was like, why did I get fired? I wanted to find out why can't every, any, like everyone do this. And the first thing that I discovered was that these things were not actually as hard as they presented it to be. And none of it was really above fifth grade math. And they were making things sound so difficult so that they, the Wall Streeters, sound smart, scare people from investing their own money so that people hand their money to money managers so they can profit. And of course, brokers 
they profit when people lose. So it was a win-win situation for Wall, Wall Street and a lose-lose situation for any retail trader or any investor. And I was studying all these things. I found the secret sauce that made all this even easier. So I designed investment strategies that are the exact right ones that I um, use today. And you may already be familiar with them. And it's easy enough for people to just do it on their own and make their money work for them without having to pay money managers or be scared of brokers that are going to take the other side of their trades, right? And the funny thing is that this kind of brought everything together because the secret sauce had a lot to do with my time in Japan and brought my whole journey together and inspired me to help others to do the same thing, something much bigger than just a job on Wall Street. I got so obsessed and so passionate about this that when I got two job offers after that from two large Japanese banks that at, at one point before that, when I got fired, it would have been a dream come true. I got two job offers from Mizuho and Mitsubishi UFJ, which is, you would argue is perfect for me. I speak Japanese. I had kind of, I had um, experience now in finance, but I rejected them. And I decided that I'm going to commit myself to serve people who have been getting screwed over by the banks and financial institutions and the self-proclaimed gurus. And you guys, that is how the Invest Diva movement was born. You can see me here on NASDAQ on Times Square after I made a partnership with them. I went on to write multiple books and get published by the biggest publishers in the US and spoke at the biggest financial events around the world. And let me tell you the best thing that ever happened was years later that I was speaking about investing and my investment system uh, on the stage at New York's Money Show. And guess who was in the audience? It was my boss, my old boss who fired me. And that moment is truly one of the best feelings I ever experienced because I found out that not only I wasn't hurt by the fact that he fired me anymore, but even more importantly, I realized that those hard times that I felt like a loser all led me to that moment. And in our lives, our failures are often the catalysts that take us to where we are meant to be, right? If it wasn't for those events, spending seven years in Japan doing what I hated, feeling like I wasted my time, getting fired, the Investiva movement wouldn't have been what it is today. And that's exactly the message I wanted to share with you guys today because I know that times may be rough for you right now and I know that you may have a thousand excuses but I don't have money, but I'm in quarantine, but this, but that. And the truth of the matter is that only you are in charge of your own happiness. Only you. And I know that sometimes it doesn't feel that way, but it is true. And the best thing you can do is to invest in yourself and find your passion, pour your heart and soul into it and commit to it. And of course, find multiple revenue streams. So the next time something like this happens, the next time one source of income is gone, you have the ability to survive. And the thing is, I really want to be there for you to help you every step of the way. I've shared a ton of videos on my YouTube channel about methods to make money online using the things that you already know. I'm going to share the links down here in the description area. But another thing that I'd also want to encourage you to do is to start making your money work for you as well by investing. Because remember that the difference between the rich and the wealthy is that the rich work very hard for money, 
but the wealthy make their money work for them. You don't suddenly learn about how to handle money by making more of it. And that's the exact reason why that most lottery winners actually lose all their money. Financial literacy isn't a side effect of wealth. Wealth is a side effect of financial literacy. This is mind blowing, right? So for that reason, I'm also going to share a link to my Make Your Money Work For You masterclass here. And I encourage you to participate. It's absolutely free of charge. And as always, thank you so much for joining me here. And I'm looking forward to seeing you in the masterclass and the best of luck to you and your financial future.